Okay, what is up? Welcome to the Buy Low, Sell High podcast. I am your host, David Mejia. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to preface this by apologizing. This is not at all going to be indicative of what is to come. This is not an actual episode. This is merely an introduction to the podcast. Um, I didn't want to start this with like just boom, episode one, and you have absolutely no idea who I am, what this podcast is, what it's about, like just no clue. I didn't want that. So I decided to go this route and make a short, you know, 10, 15 minute long pod introducing myself and introducing the podcast and, and the purpose and the vision of this show. So the name of the podcast is Buy Low, Sell High. As you can imagine, this is going to be about finance, financial markets, um, stocks, trading specifically. Uh, buy Low, Sell High is, <laughs> it's almost like a joke amongst uh, amongst traders and people in, in, <laughs> in the industry because it's like just the most basic shit ever. Like, yeah, you buy at a low price and you sell it at a higher price and congrats, anyone can do this. You just made a ton of money. It is that easy, but it's not because if it was, everyone would just do that. It's a lot harder than just that, but it's funny. It's a funny little term, a uh, funny little little thing that people say just to like simplify trading, oversimplify trading because it's definitely not that simple, but um, that will be the name of the podcast. Buy low, so high, the only strategy that works and the only strategy we never fucking follow. Like I said, my name is David Mejia and I am your host. Give you a little background on myself. I am born and raised in Miami, still in Miami, never leaving Miami because there is a pandemic and I literally just cannot go anywhere. Anyway, I went to a school down here called Columbus High School. If you're not from South Florida, I'm sorry, this means absolutely nothing to you. But if you are and you recognize it, shout out the Explorers, amazing school. Um, Very proud of going there. From there, I went on to University of Miami. You see a little trend here. I am a Miami boy through and through. There's no denying it. I graduated from the U with a bachelor's in business administration, major economics, minor finance. Um, It should be minors in finance and marketing. However, my advisor, as good as she was, and I say that in relative terms because anyone who's been in college or like is currently in college, you know, advisors, not always the best, but I did have one of the best advisors, if not the best advisor in the business school at UM. Uh, She just definitely fucked up in declaring my marketing minor, even though I asked for it like twice. And I took the 12 credit hours for essentially no reason because it's not on my transcript, but I still include it on my resume because guess what? I did the coursework. I deserve to have it. Maybe one day I'll have them retroactively add it, but that will require me to call them and talk to an advisor, and I'm just not doing that. Um, I already graduated. Sorry. Don't feel like doing that. Currently, I am an MBA candidate at the University of South Carolina, Aiken. Um, I'm still in Miami, though. (laughs) Don't worry. Uh, It's an online program, part-time. I work full-time here in Miami. I work as a financial analyst. Um, don't want to say the name of the firm just because, you know, I'm not sure how they would feel about being mentioned in this podcast, but uh, who knows? Maybe they love it and maybe one day my boss is a guest. That would be super dope. I would love that. 
But for now, just going to leave it at financial analyst. The firm is a a firm that acts as a single family office for multiple families. Yes, I know that probably makes no fucking sense to you. That does not sound like anything finance related at all. It didn't make sense to me either. I had no idea what it was four months ago when I started interviewing for this job. That's when I figured out what a family office was. Essentially, we are a group of people who advise upper high net worth families on investment decisions. It's um, that simple. I mean, these are families who run businesses and enterprises. Obviously, they're highly successful businesses and they take a lot of time to manage and operate, which is where we come in. Um, We come in to take that burden of having to constantly monitor your finances and your investments day to day. I mean, it's almost impossible to do that if you're if you're successfully running a business. So we come in and we do all the research, we do all the due diligence, we do all the reporting, we have a lot of the conversations with bankers and managers and whoever it might be. We talk to everyone and do everything, basically. And we also meet with our clients very frequently. They're they're involved in the process too. It's just, you know, we we do a lot of the the heavy lifting in the investment in the investment decisions. Like I said, I work as an analyst for this firm, so a lot of what I do is analyze, <laughs> obviously. I analyze a lot of the proposals that we get, whether it be a new portfolio allocation um, from a, a b- private banker in a bank, or whether it be an alternative investment in real estate, or private equity, or private credit, or venture capital, or whatever you can possibly invest in. I mean, as you can imagine, there's all kinds of things, and I've seen... Uh, definitely everything I just mentioned I've already seen in my short time in this position. I mean, it's only been about four months, like I said. So super interesting job. Um, learn a lot. It's a different. It's very different from what I started doing, and I'll, I'll get into my first job post-college in a minute. But this is definitely, and once you hear it, you'll realize why I'm saying this. It's definitely a change of pace from what I was doing. It's a whole different world. It's a lot more research-oriented. It's data-driven. Um, you get to shake hands and interact with people who are managing millions if not billions of dollars in these funds and you kind of get to get some insight into their investment approach and into their method of thinking when it comes to approaching the markets which is very very useful um, for your own investments if you do your own investing which i like to do because i'm passionate about it i mean what can i say is the stuff i love so about that first job post-college my first professional job, because um, I, I did have a job before that, but like it doesn't count. It wasn't full-time. I was in school, part-time, you know. And I had internships too, but I just don't count that. My first like full, full-time professional job was as a day trader for a proprietary trading firm. Um, this firm is called Trillium. I'm no longer there, so I'm going to name drop them because whatever. But it's an amazing firm. It's the best prop firm on the street. Trust me, I interviewed with like two other ones. This one's the best one. Um, Very established, great reputation, great track record, amazing people working there. Um, Nothing but respect for that firm, truthfully. But that that just gave me a whole different, like it was the best introduction, I think, to the financial industry. Um, It's not a job that's for everyone. I mean, being a trader in general is like extremely difficult and extremely stressful. Being a day trader is <laughs> definitely a very, very stressful job. Um, it's very fast-paced. It's, it's not for everyone. I mean, it's really not for everyone. You have to be cut out for it. Um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the year and a half about that I spent there. 
but it wasn't exactly what I was expecting it to be. I thought proprietary trading was a little different than day trading. I think I, I, this this is one of the main reasons I'm doing this podcast. I don't think we all really understand what day trading is. Um, and, and I will have an episode that, that goes more into that. But essentially day trading is is holding positions for a couple minutes, a couple seconds, hour, two hours. You're never holding anything for the next day or for the next week or next month or next year. No, it's all intraday. You're all you're only doing it within 9.30 to 4. Um, but having that experience and being in that world and understanding what moves markets, you know, tick by tick, second by second, and then also having the experience of where I'm at now, which is a completely different realm of finance and a completely different nature of position. I feel like that puts me in a very unique position. I can't imagine, I can't think of anyone that I know personally that has that combination of experience under their belt at 23. Um, it's pretty wild when you think about it, but I'm not here to like toot my own horn either. I'm just saying like, it is pretty crazy. Uh, and ask anyone that works in finance, like usually your intro job is like so fucking boring and you're just someone's bitch for like two years before they promote you and they hire new bitches to do <laughs> what you were doing before. Um, but it does put me at a very unique position in a very unique position. Sorry. And it's, it's why I'm starting this podcast. I feel like I have something to bring to the table. I feel like there is a very young demographic now migrating into investments and trading. And I feel like it could be very, very dangerous if you're doing this with your money or someone else's money, like your parents' money or something. And you get lucky once or twice and you sort of get cocky and you start using a lot more money in your trades and realize, oh shit, I have no idea what I'm doing. And now you're down 90% and you lost everything. That's what we want to avoid. Um, and trust me, it happens. I mean, I first started trading stocks when I was like just turned 18. And so that, that's about five years ago, uh, five and a half years ago. And, um, you know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. And I made money randomly in some stock. I honestly don't even remember what company it was or what they did. Uh, I know that I saw the name. I saw what they did and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And I just made like a ridiculous amount of money on the trade. Um, like my return was like over 100%. And I was like, wow, this is like super easy. And I started to try and do it again. And I ended up losing basically everything that I had made off that first trade. So I'm trying to help you guys avoid those mistakes. Um, obviously, you're just going to make them some things you only learn from experiencing. And that happens. But I want to come in here and use my background and, and my expertise and elaborate on things that are happening in the markets, things that are affecting stocks and moving markets and and things that I feel would be beneficial for my demographic, which is people my age, maybe a little bit older, definitely younger, who are just getting into the trading game in the investment world and and might not have the best clue of what they're doing. I mean, not everyone that invests works in finance. There's people that work in all kinds of other industries who, if you're working full time, you honestly, you don't really have the time to be researching all this stuff all day and knowing it like the people who get paid to do it, which is what I do essentially. So I'm just here to share some of the expertise with you guys. Um, and hopefully, you know, we talk about something important that 
you like and hopefully you learn something and hopefully I keep you from making a very expensive mistake. Um, the vision for this pod, the focus of this podcast, like I said, is going to be on equity markets, stocks, trading. Um, I, you know, we will branch out. Uh, well, I don't know who we is. I will branch out and uh, I will talk about other things within the business world and the financial industry, you know, as I see fit, you know, it's like basically if there's any like huge news story or something that's really pressing going on that I feel is interesting, I'll definitely talk about it. I'm not going to be closed off to the rest of the business world just because I only want to talk about stocks. That would be, that would be a disservice, but the focus will be on stocks and investing and the financial markets. Like I said, um, I am the sole host. So you will be hearing my voice a lot. So if you don't like it, this might not be the podcast for you, but I hope you like it. Um, I've been told I'm monotone, so I'm like trying really hard not to be, but I will, I will make it a point to have guests on here. I do plan on having a lot of my friends come on as guests. As you can imagine, uh, I went to business school. A lot of my friends work in business, most of them in finance. Um, I have friends in all kinds of, of areas of finance. I mean, M&A, which is mergers and acquisitions, friends that I've worked in, venture capital, um, you know, friends like me who are analysts, friends who are still day trading, uh, friends that work in like insurance, friends that work as financial advisors, private bankers, wealth management, all of that. I have friends in, in all kinds of areas and aspects of finance. So, you know, if I feel like their expertise might be useful on a specific topic i'll definitely ask them to come on and i feel like i've talked to a lot of my friends and a lot of them are willing to come on here and and bullshit with me for however long um but i will be trying to have i will be trying to have different guests from time to time my goal is to have a different not a different guest every episode but a guest every episode um every now and then of course i will be on my own because this is my podcast i don't want you guys getting confused i don't want anyone else thinking they're co-host because then i have to pay them and i don't want to do that but um, yeah, that's kind of the vision for this podcast. The episodes are going to be super short. Not super short. They're going to be like anywhere from half an hour to an hour. I think the goal is to keep it under 45 minutes though. For me personally, I think it's, it's a lot easier to listen to 30 to 45 minutes of something, especially in finance. Look, finance is a very fast paced world. You know, we don't always have an hour, hour and a half to listen to something. Uh, I know some podcasts go for like two, two and a half hours. There's just realistically no way you can squeeze that into a day of work. Um, so trying to make this short enough that you can listen to it on your morning commute, on your evening commute, you can listen to it at lunch break, you know, you can listen to it while you model out some bullshit on Excel that your boss is making you do that you don't want to do. Um, (laughs) which I'm sure happens to a lot of you, especially if you're intro entry level in, in finance. Um, but that is, that is the vision. That is the purpose of the podcast. That is some background information on who I am. Um, I hope this episode did not scare you off. I know it might not be the greatest. I know it might not be super interesting. This is also my first time ever podcasting. So like, you're going to grow with me. Um, it's going to be a learning curve for, for me and for you guys listening. But, um, I just wanted to quickly introduce myself and quickly introduce the podcast and make sure you guys understood the nature of this podcast and what was going to be going on. So that when you hear episode one, you're not just like, what the fuck is this? No, you have an understanding of what it is. As you may have gathered from hearing me speak for the last 16 minutes, I am not here to speak to you like 
your boss or like a professional or like we're in some kind of work lunch meeting. No, um, I'm here to do the opposite of that. I want to talk about, I want to talk about this industry in just like layman's terms. I want to talk about a super casual. I'm a very sarcastic person. This podcast will be extremely sarcastic. Lots of joking around, a lot of cursing, as you might have noticed. I'm sorry if you don't like that. Go listen to another podcast. This is not for you. This is more for people who want a break from the seriousness and the to quote uh, to use David Portnoy's terms, the suitness of finance and want something a little more refreshing, a little more, a little more real. Um, because, I mean, let's be honest, if you work in finance, you know that no one speaks super professionally all the time. Everyone's always cursing and talking shit and joking around. And, and that's just what we do. That's, that's the nature of the industry. And that's what this podcast is going to be like. It's going to be funny. It's going to be sometimes crude. It's going to be very sarcastic. But the point, the goal is to always make a point and to always try and teach something and hopefully, um, you know, we all do some learning on this podcast. Um, so I appreciate you tuning into this episode. No, I don't even want to call it an episode to this intro. I hope you're looking forward to the episodes that are coming. Um, my name is David Mejia. This is the Buy Low, Sell High podcast. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Later.